Hey everyone, my name is Yaro and you're listening to the Creative Nature Podcast. In amongst all the changes that we're navigating at the moment, I feel really comforted by saying my little opening sentence to you, to be honest. That is, yeah, it's just nice. The small rituals, hey, to where, where it's at at the moment. I want to share with you a few different things in this episode. Apparently, my dog snoring also wants to be shared, but I want to talk to you about a really simple and sweet ritual that I do at the beginning of the new year that you might also want to try if you feel like it. I want to tell you a little bit more about the Creative Nature Coven and what's up for me this year creatively, and then I also want to tell you about my new collaboration with the Making App and what I'm planning over there and how you can take part if you want to. So firstly, I'll share how I started the year. I'm recording this on January 6th and I'm really tired. I'm not yet back to my usual pattern of work, um, which is good. I need a little bit more rest and just unstructured time. But I am going to send a newsletter later today. And I have been hanging out in the Embodied Business community, which was sweet. And so, yeah, I'm just kind of still arriving in the year, I guess. And I know, in a way, the 1st of January is just like any other day. Um, there are many different calendars to play with or or respect and honor. Um, maybe it's not necessarily playing, but anyway, um, you know, it can mean anything we want it to mean, I guess. That's what I'm trying to say. I um, went to bed early on New Year's Eve and um, just took care of myself. It was the first anniversary of my accident last year and I didn't really feel like being around other people or doing anything much. So I just had a bunch of candles on, I did some reading, I did some self-massage, I rubbed a lot of oil into my sore little legs and then... I fell asleep and I set my alarm to midnight because I was curious to see A, if I was going to see any fireworks from my window and B, also if 2020 felt any different than 2021. And so, uh, yeah, my alarm went off and I was so cozy and toasty. You know, this feeling when you're woken from a really deep sleep and everything feels a bit unreal and dreamy. And I just sat up for a moment and looked at the sky and it felt different in some ways and then it felt totally the same way as well but yeah it was it was nice and simple and the ritual that I chose to do and have been doing for the past few years as well is just to choose a card for the year and you know there's so many different really cool practices flying around I all think they're amazing and whatever is right for you is right for you I personally kind of feel a bit overwhelmed by these really big year ahead readings. I know some really cool folks offering them and I always kind of feel tempted because I want to work with these people but actually when I really listen to my heart having like a 12-13 card spread oh my god <laughs> I'm, I'm like a two or three card kind of person that's what I can take in. And I want to give that some time and space to think and write about before I move on to any more cards or more questions. And so, yeah, I've never really had a year ahead reading. And I also, for some reason, kind of like the practice of choosing a, a word for the year hasn't really resonated with me 
I, I see totally why it works for other people. It's a really cool practice, something really simple to hold on to. But this year especially, I just feel like I, I don't have any words for a lot of my experiences, to, do, to be totally honest. And I'm letting that be okay. I think there are wordy years and less wordy years, I guess. <laughs> so, so anyway, I'm choosing a card. I've done that for a few years now. I think it was in 2019 or 18 that I chose the king of pentacles for example because i really wanted to learn more about my relationship to finances and stability and home and earthy stuff and i wanted to kind of have the experience and grounding and foresight of the king of pentacles with this kind of stuff and so throughout the year i would have the card in different um versions on my altar and I would do really small little spreads and often there were also like two card polls where I would um, draw one card to ask what it is that I am not seeing or something that I need to let go of and then something that I can invite in in order to be closer to the embodiment of that card. So this year I chose the star card which was a really kind of easy thing to choose to be honest. I was thinking about the past two years and the fact that we're moving into the third pandemic year, which is just blowing my mind on so many ways. And I think my brain just does not have the capacity at the moment to hold all the memories and all the learning and all the difficulty and the losses and all these different things that have been part of these first two years at once, right? So I think I'm just kind of, you know, resting and processing and like, looking at individual memories but I can't really hold the whole I think if that makes sense so I think for me a defining feature especially of this past year has been feeling that I'm in kind of a tower moment that there's a lot of change a lot of which I haven't anticipated or actively sought out um which doesn't always make it bad change you know I definitely am also seeing the beauty in some of it and the learning and the growth. Um, but it was unexpected and it was often big and shattering and um, just a lot. And so in the tarot, the star comes after the tower. And the star to me is just such a beautiful card. It feels like you've just been in a summer rain. You've kind of been washed clear of some of the wobbles and misconceptions and misunderstanding and there's this feeling of having been in pain but also feeling this really clear sense of who you are and what matters and what your northern star is if you will so the sense of orientation and integration and and looking around you you know coming out of the tower time and and the dust is kind of settling and you're looking around yourself and you're like wow a lot is different now. So much is different than it was two years ago. And who am I now? What do I want? What's important? What do I have to work with? So yeah, what's next? Those are star questions for me. So my practice for the year will just be to relate to that card and that concept and archetype in the best way I can. And I'm going to continue to just have my deck next to my bed and I will draw one or two cards about my relationship with the star whenever I feel like it so there isn't you know a rhythm to it right now it's not necessarily every new moon or every full moon or every first of the month whatever 
just whenever I have a moment and it feels like a good practice, I will do that. And I will keep a special section in my diary um, titled This Dark Heart 2022 and just take notes about how my relationship with that card changes over the year and where I get to with it in the end. And yeah, maybe that's something you want to try with the star or with another card that feels most exciting for you right now. Otherwise, I will share that I have, I started to crochet over the holidays, which I really enjoyed. That was such a sweet thing to learn. I know in my mind, and I know so little about it, but it seems like all the cool kids are knitting and crocheting is kind of, I don't know, still maybe a bit old-fashioned to some people. But a friend of mine, Chiwon, hi, hi <laughs> Chiwon, uh, described it as, oh God, what? What, what was the description exactly let me think I think it was something along the lines of have the tools have the time compared to knitting and that really appealed to me because I don't have a ton of headspace to you know really wrap my head around complicated patterns at the moment but I've just been crocheting little circles and I'm using this beautiful handmade bamboo hook and then just a bit of simple organic cotton yarn which was very affordable and these two things together feel so nice in my hands. And I have this little bag next to me. It's like a cotton, um, like a small wash bag, I guess, or a pouch, you would say, in the US, I think. I don't know. Anyway, um, I've been just having that here all the time and carrying that with me. Not that I'm going anywhere much, but, you know. And that's just so sweet. It holds the yarn and then my crochet hook and every little piece of um, crocheting that I have already done, which isn't a ton, but I'm just loving that practice so much. And when I feel that I have really understood it, I might share it with you in a workshop in case you're interested as well. And otherwise, I have been really enjoying my own time with the Creative Nature Coven. If you haven't heard, that is its new name. I've had my Patreon for four years now, which is also blowing my mind. And over the years, it had different iterations, I guess, of what it is and what it meant and what I offered within it. But what I'm committing to this year is two creative space sessions per month. And those are just really sweet spaces. It's the first Saturday and the third Sunday. And... You just hang out on Zoom. I open with a little grounding and a check-in. I draw a card for the group. And then we each work on our own projects. And it's just so so beautiful to have that accountability. Many of us have some kind of arts or creative or craft practice. But all of us feel that it is hard to make time for it sometimes. And so, yeah, it's just nice to be together. And it's so simple. And I always leave the circle feeling you know, really replenished in a way and, and calmer. So that's nice. And then we are on Mighty Networks now, um, which we have been for for a year, but I just upgraded our plan. So we have an event section now. You can talk about all kinds of stuff around your practice and ritual and creativity with other like-minded people there. I do a new moon check-ins and yeah. And then there's the archive of recordings which are just reorganized so it's easier to navigate. And there are 13 um, ritual kits, which are um, meditations, recordings of um, movement practices, journaling prompts, power spreads, playlists, that kind of thing. And they're themed. 
So the themes are stuff like remembrance, beginnings, boundaries, um, that kind of stuff. And so it's something really nice to dive into. I hope with that is that any member never feels like they're stuck for ideas when it comes to rituals or practice and that there is the space to go to um, if you need a little bit of inspiration. So that is the Creative Nature Coven. And from this Saturday, from Saturday the 8th of January, we are doing a three-week compass practice together on Saturday. So each Saturday for three weeks at 6 p.m. UK time, which is 1 p.m. EST, I am going to hold space for an hour on Zoom and share some movement and um, self-massage practice, really simple stuff like, you know, just massaging your own feet or hands or neck to relax and arrive in your body. And then I will also share some power spreads and ritual ideas and we'll just kind of be together to orient towards the year and each other and what is important to us right now. So if you want to join, if you're not a patron yet, you can uh, join at different tiers. Um, that's uh, More information will be in the show notes. And you will also receive, if you join us by Saturday, a audio recorded one card reading and then um, space to join us in the Compass uh, sessions if you, if you like, if that feels good for you. And then finally, what I wanted to share, I have already recorded a, another episode, the last one I believe it was, about the making up and why I love it and I shared a bit more about having left social media in 2020 and you know what I was missing what I wasn't missing that's so cute that sound that was my other dog falling asleep um and so the making app is new it's very exciting to me it's done by an amazing team of women and queers and maybe some men I don't know but it's not a wide tech bro situation basically and I feel they're giving a lot of thoughts to accessibility and building community and I'm just really excited to be a part of that. Their tagline is a space for every maker, which is just what I need in my life right now. And it's nice to see other people's projects and they're also offering classes. So if you feel excited about the kind of work that I do, but you just don't want to commit to a group experience, you know, that's more long term with the Creative Nature Coven, you could sign up for my dreaming into 2022 class which will be based on the tarot and ritual and writing and it's just a one-off thing that you can do through the making app um and then in february also in the making up this is coming up and i think it's sunday the 16th yeah but i will link to that as well and then in february um also through the making app i'm hosting a circle for disabled and chronically ill folks who are also wanting to recommit to their making practice so we'll be together um, to work from our beds, work from our recliner chairs, whatever works. And just, I think I really love the idea of being with other people who, you know, struggle with being in their bodies and making time and having the energy to craft. And so that will be sweet, I think. And I have other ideas for things I want to teach with them um, through the app. Um, I mean, we're not going to teach on the app. Obviously, we'll be on Zoom. But it's a slightly different space, and I guess it's a chance to work with me in one-off workshops, if that's more your jam. And yeah, yeah, have a think about it. Let me know if you have any questions. I would so appreciate a review of the podcast or a rating if you have a minute. That would be super kind. And as always, thank you so much for listening. And if you're celebrating, Happy New Year to you.